It's Canada's hottest music and entertainment podcast. Meet me for coffee, where you don't know who would pop in next, who will pop in next. Uh, today, we're talking to Dusty from Central Media Band, Night Demon. How's it going, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Do you drink coffee, by the way? Uh, of course I do. How do you take your yeah. coffee? Uh, normally black, but um, sometimes I'll put a little creamer in there. Not big on the oh. sugar. Uh, no. I, I don't need it too sweet, you know? I like it. Yeah. it coffee's meant to be a little much, you know, it's got to hit you a little bit. It's got to hit you. And especially if you're playing drums, you got to be freaking wired on stage, man. <laughs> um, I'm drinking a double espresso right now. Uh, you know, trying go. to, trying to get my energy up after a long day of, uh, you know, talking to people in entertainment and stuff like that. So, uh, it's always good to give it a bit of a jump start, you know, to, into your evening, especially if we're talking about new music, metal, um, you know, I like the sound of Night Demon. The sound of Night Demon, um, you, 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 if you're here to listen to the band for the first time, if you're going to after this podcast, um, it's it's something that you're really going to be comfortable with. It's not like full out brutal metal. It's kind of just kind of, you know, uh, you love it. Like the once you listen to it, you're going to love it. It's done really well. And I really appreciate uh, any type of metal, really deathcore, whatever. Um, but this was a very good key and a good part of my day today listening to night demon help me get by and do work at the same time so uh, i what goes into making music um and holding kind of i know you guys want to go heavy but it's kind of almost like um easy listening metal man it's freaking great um what's your your key component into making music with uh night demon uh you know we just hold on a second is that my car hold on Something's going off here. I gotta listen to see whose car is this. This is live. Uh it's not mine. It's good. Uh, Just had to make sure it wasn't making sure it wasn't my car going off out there. Sorry. You know what? Sometimes, um, sometimes, man, it's uh, it can be very scary when you think it's your car, and you know your car is very valuable to you. So uh, let's get on with it here. <laughs> me. Uh, there we go. Sorry. Um, yeah, what goes into doing what we do? I mean, yeah, we try to keep it, you know, little cut and dry, really simple to the point. Uh, songs aren't very long. Uh, we like to get the point across, get in and get out. Um, keep the energy up, you know. Um, you can hear some of that, like, old school punk rock in there, along with, uh, you know, that new wave of, you know, British heavy metal. Um, and, you know, also you know, a lot of modern influence in there as well, just because over time, you know, you listen to a lot of music and, and you, uh, you know, you can't help but put those, those kind of, you know, influences in there. So, um, you know, we really don't put a whole lot of thought into it as much. I mean, we take what we do seriously, but I don't think it's anything that like, you know, we don't sit down and go, we got to write something like this, or we got to sound just like this, you know, we sound like us. And, and I think that that's important. I can appreciate that. By the way, what kind of car do you drive? I, I need I need to know this for the record. Uh, uh, 2007 Subaru Forester. All right, fantastic. Well, you've yeah. played a number of great events, festivals, uh, 7,000 tons of metal, whacking open air, Ozfest, name a few. Um, do you remember the feeling of playing your first festival? If so, like tell us about it. I can understand it can be quite quite a rush at the beginning, if not nerve-wracking. Uh, absolutely. Uh, 2014, it was my first, uh, 
big tour with Night Demon. Um, I had just joined the band. I'm not the original drummer, but um, I've played the most shows with the band. And it was the Keep It True Festival in Germany. And uh, it's not that big, but uh, at the time, it was definitely the biggest show that I'd ever played. And uh, yeah, talk about nerves and jitters and, and all that. Um, you, you know, looking back on that show, I can see how like deer in the headlights I looked, you know, looked a little green and nervous, even though at that point I'd been playing drums in bands for, you know, 14 years. And, uh, it's, uh, it's always something new, you know, that's what I think is great about music is that, that refreshing kind of feeling you get from time to time when you think you've done it all or seen it all. And, and, uh, you get another new experience in, in music. Um, we ended up playing that festival again four years later, and you could see the maturity and the comfort, you know, comfortability of of being in the room again, and how much I had grown as a player and, and as a as a member in the band. So it, it's cool to to see that kind of grow, you know. But you got to start yeah. somewhere. Oh, absolutely! It's a it can be very scary to go up in front of people and especially if you're trying to get new fans that's the whole point of you know traveling and touring is to yeah please the fans that you already have and gain new ones um you know i i realized that you guys went on tour with anvil at one at one point in time and as a drummer playing alongside anvil and i've seen this guy live rob reiner one of the most cool and collected drummers you've ever seen right absolutely he, he definitely hits the drums like you know, really hard. Um, just super chill though. It's like, man, how is uh, this guy doing this? Yeah. Nope. He, uh, we, you know, it's one of those things where, when you, you start to, cause we had played a couple shows with them before we actually went on a, uh, on a big tour. And, um, <laughs> one of the first times I, I met, uh, Rob, um, you know, I was just kind of like, Hey man, like, do you like never warm up, you know? And he's like, Hey man, I've been warming up for 40 years. <laughs> I don't need to warm up. You know, and it's just that kind of mentality. And he, you know, I would kind of like, you know, get really prepared before a show or something. He's like, you're one of those guys. He's like, you're you're like one of those nerdy guys. You're you're a drum nerd. He's like, you know, he's just there's something about him that he that he just comes across as just you know super chill, and he's really freaking good at what he does. You know, day in and day out, he's consistent. He slams the kit. You know basically it was like getting a drum lesson every single night which um you know was really really awesome for me personally and you know watching that band in the movie and you know seeing them on tv and then you know being with them in real life and really getting to know them and how genuine they are um definitely a a privilege and pleasure to to be out there with them and play as many shows as we have and um he would always call me brother D cause he always has like, you know, a nickname for somebody and it's either brother this or sister that. So, uh, really awesome. I can really appreciate that. When I, I used to play in a band and I opened up for, for these guys, Anvil, and it was just like a phenomenal performance. I mean, Rob was selling his art before this, every show he's got art. He's got so much going on. Got puzzles. So, yeah. His art pieces are yeah. puzzles and you know, it, it's incredible. I mean, like he's such a polished drummer. Um, of course, you probably should be after you know forty years of doing it. And uh, let's talk about going in the studio as a musician uh, that has to split his time between uh, performing live, 
the massive audiences or going full tilt on stage. What's the difference between being in the studio as per a live performance? If you think about the adjustment, you know, you actually need to make to go record a couple songs as opposed to like, you know, uh, basically adapting into the, that specific environment. How do you tone down for, uh, um, I think, the, the I think the, the thing is, is, is actually toning up in the studio, um, keeping that, that same kind of, we like to try to capture the essence in the studio as what we can as close to a live show. Um, you know, I don't, I don't play to a click track or a metronome. So everything goes off of feeling, you know, of us playing in the room together, getting the vibe, whether the guitars are doing scratch or if they're going final as well. Um, a lot of times I'll re-record the guitars, but, um, you know, just trying to capture that vibe. I think early on with like the, er you know, some of the early records, um, you could hear it was a little elementary and, um, not so in your face, um, then we put out the live record and you could really tell those old songs got a lot of new life. So now my mentality in the studio is to really imagine it being played live right from the get go, um, which is hard to do because the songs start to take shape and form the more you play them and they start to become a little bit more of the back of the hand rather than the front of your mind. Um, so I think that's that's always a constant thing is thinking that way. And, you know, we have a new record coming out in November. And uh, I really feel like we, for the first time, we've really captured in the studio what we've been trying to do. And, and with Year of the Demon and, and those singles that we put out last year, you can start to see that we're evolving and going in a different direction and starting to really kind of hone in on our craft a bit. And, um, you know, that's a conscious decision and, and conscious effort on our part to you know progress and to make it better so i've recorded so much in the studio our guitar player armand is an engineer and, and runs a studio in ventura and he brought me in in like 2011 2010 somewhere around there and really started to help me as a as just a drummer and, and to adapt to situations and to play different types of music and um that really helped me. I don't get nervous when, when the red light goes on in the studio. Um, it, it's, it's just like another day, you know? Well, that, that's always good. Right. I, I get kind of anxious in the studio, you know, it's a, uh, it, it's like, it's your turn. Everybody's watching you. It's like, you know, it, it's something you need to get used to. I guess I'm not a professional like you, you've done it so many times. Uh, where was the, where do you think the turning point was for night demon to get into this, um, new evolved modern state of the band man uh just perseverance and and just doing it and trying to make it better every day um you know the band has gone through member changes uh i'm technically the third slash fourth drummer armand our guitar player played one gig with the band as a drummer before i joined and uh the original drummer played one show and played on the original ep and then um John C, the second drummer, he only played like 29 shows with the band. So I've done like over 600 with the band. And um, I think that, uh, you know, with, you know, original guitar player Brent quit the band and Armand ended up joining and playing guitar full time. So, you know, the member changes, but making the transition seem like there wasn't anything that 
that happened or changed. You know, we didn't make a big, you know, statement saying our guitar player just quit the band and sob story and, or, you know, slander that person. It was, it wasn't like that. It was a smooth transition and we basically did it under the, under the rug and, and nobody even knew anything even changed till they saw us live and we're like, who the hell is that guy? So I think, you know, keeping it, um, in-house and really just looking at each other and saying, what can we control and what can we do to be a better band and fuck what happens any other time? Because this, this, the core members in the soul group is here. The people that want to be here are here. It's like any successful team, you know, everybody needs to be on board in order for it to work. And, you know, we like to play music that we like to listen to and, you know, that makes it easy and we respect each other. I think we're all at that age where, you know, you got to check your ego and, and really just play for the song and, and play for the members in the band. And, you know, that just, that's about it. <laughs> hey man, that was a great answer. Um, you know, uh, my next question was going to be, you know, how, at what point did you end up stepping in for night demon? I, I believe I, I read on one of the, the, uh, the, the articles that you were you were hired as it was a temporary you were hi- hired on for and yeah yeah i was hired as, as a yeah i was hired as a session player first um the, they were trying to get a record deal and curse of the damned was getting ready to to come out and uh you know I rehearsed with the band and you know how that goes. And then everybody's like, Oh, okay, well this might work. And, you know, we recorded at Armand studio originally. And so I was really comfortable in there. It was a place that I knew that I could just go in and, you know, feel comfortable and and do, do the job. You know, for me, I'm always really prepared uh, to go in and do what I have to do, especially if it's just to do a record. Cause there's no like personal attachment. There's no like emotional kind of, you know, connection to it so it's easy for me to go in and just throw down drums for stuff and not really think about it too much now it's it's personal in the band now now when i'm playing original stuff with the band i take it very seriously and put as much effort into it as possible um so that's really how i ended up getting the gig was just by being prepared and and being the type of player that i am and i know i'm not the best but i know I played in my strengths and I know, you know, if they were a reggae band, I'd be like, nah, not doing it. Hey, you know what? That that's a different cup of tea for certain people. Um, right. Although I, you know, I've learned a lot in the last uh, few minutes here, you know, uh, you like black coffee, sometimes a bit of cream. Um, you know, you, you drive a, was it 2007 Subaru? Mm-hmm. Um, what else? We, we, we learn a lot about night demon and how serious this band is and that's something that i want to hear right that's what people want to hear um and, and i think that uh you guys have a lot going for you man like year of the demon uh it's there's some covers and there's four originals that have are on that record this next record coming out after year of the demon in november of 2022 i know we're kind of pitching it now it's got all originals and it's said to be know one of the best records if not the best record from night demon um i'm so excited for you guys man i want to thank you so much for doing this 
Yeah, yeah, no worries. It's always funny, like when you say that, like, oh, this new record's gonna be like one of you know the best from the band. Isn't that always true? Like when a band says their newest record's the best, and it's just a pile of turds. <laughs> yeah, I mean this 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 is something that I kind of feel though, like the way you're talking about it, right? It's like it's you guys are into it, and it's yeah, absolutely. You're into it. The drummer's into not into it. That's a big thing, right? Because it's, you know, um, let's before we go, let's talk about one time where you know you had a slip up um on the drums and, and that you remember that sticks out like a sore thumb for you i know i know we want we want to tell people that you know music is not perfect performing is not perfect um and sometimes things go wrong uh dusty does anything come to mind um yeah actually the first was it the first show i ever played with the band i think it was we were in santa Ana, california and um we were opening for Diamond Head and Raven. And right. it was like, at that time, it was the biggest show in the band's career, right? And I had only been in the band now for, I mean, it was my first show, but I'd only been playing with them for, I don't know, four months maybe. So to have any kind of like general idea of what I was doing, it was like, I barely understood what was going on. And Jarvis and Brent knew the songs very well. And Jarvis is very like, you know, straight to the point, wants things done a certain way, um, very into the production value of the show and everything needs to run smoothly. And we started playing, I think it was like heavy metal heat or something like that. And like Brent ended up playing the guitar riff weird or something. And I came in off and then I just stopped playing. And then, he was like, what are you doing? You don't just stop. And I was like, well, let's just start it over. And he's like, oh my God, this is like, you know, a disaster. Um, so yeah, just that early kind of stage stuff. I mean, stuff happens all the time. I think that's the beauty of it is like, even for fans that have seen us like, you know, 20 times or so, you know, when we have like what I would consider a show that's like subpar, you know, to them, they're like, wow, that was cool because I'd never you know, I don't want it to be the same every time. I don't want it to just be like a mechanical thing. I want that human element and, and those mistakes. And it's kind of hard to um, be okay with that. But at the same time, like shit happens and every venue and every room feels different. The energy is different in every venue. Um, the crowd, I mean, there's a lot of things that factor into to having a performance that's you know, perfect or close to it. Um, I strive to have a perfect show every night, but it never is. And like, at the end of the day, you have to know that like you left it all out there and that's all you can do. That's a great answer. Thank you so much, man. It's dusty from century media records, night demon. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, dusty. Oh yeah, man. Thank you. <laughs>